Hey everyone, welcome to the All Things Gratitude Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Dorsey. And before we start the show, I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Impulse Consulting. Sign up now for their 12-step LinkedIn coaching program. It's down in the comments below. Hit the link and tell them you heard it on our show. Hey guys, today is gonna be great. This is gonna be a lot of fun for us today. Um, I met this uh, our next guest through a mutual contact which we'll get to a little later about that and it's been just great since um she is a voiceover artist an actress a motivational speaker uh she voices countless commercials animated series video games narrations promos and you hear heard her on the radio and because of these experiences she created give great voice a platform <laughs> that encourages confident considerate verbal communication Additionally, she has co-created a science-based meditation app called Haven with the hopes of helping people rewire their brains for the peace of mind. Everybody, please welcome to the show Emmy-winning voiceover artist, Tasia Valenza. Welcome, Tasia. Thank you so much, Nick, for having me. It's a delight to be with you. Oh, this is just great. I mean, you, you've accomplished so much with, you know, everything you do with animation and movies and your voiceover stuff and everything. And really quick when we get in the let's just tell people how did you get started in this it, did you just did somebody call you you just wake up one day hey i want to <laughs> do voiceover i mean how did this work out for you well that's a great question um i always call myself a recovering actress and a fully functioning voiceover artist because uh i started out as a teenager as an actress and um I, you know, was very blessed to be kind of discovered at 15 and was in my first movie, uh, which was, you know, from high school acting. And uh, I ended up uh, in a movie with Sean Penn as my co-star and Louis Maul, uh, this very uh, well-known director, cast me uh, kind of, you know, off of a backstage newspaper. So it was really crazy. And, and I loved doing that. And then I segued into being on a soap opera for years, all my children, but this was all in my teens and uh, basically had a wonderful um, experience. And at the same time, you know, it was too much uh, in terms of like my, it looked great on paper, but in, inside I was a very insecure young teenager and uh, thrust into the world of, you know, you're, you're amazing and you're not amazing and you're too much of this and not enough of that. And so I, uh, I fell from grace, you know, I got basically let go on the soap like three years later after being nominated for an Emmy and uh, kind of had my first like, wow, you know, I was making hundreds of dollars a day and now I had to go and get a job for, you know, dollars an hour. And I moved out to Los Angeles and started all over again and kind of had my, you know, kind of rising back up. Um, and I, I loved acting. I loved the craft of it. I loved using my energy and my voice. But the you're not enough, you're not pretty enough or tall enough or blonde enough was so much a part of it uh, as opposed to just what we can do with our talents. And so when I did get uh, into voiceovers, my mom was the one who said, you should do this voice acting. You know, I was like, what is that? I, it was in the 90s. It was one where was still like nobody understood what a voiceover actor was. I started and I, I you know, my mom like, pushed me along at that good nagging mom and I started doing them. And the more I did them, this more the, the joy of releasing my talent and my voice and my passion became the focus. And it, it was away from the box of, you know, you're not, again, what society deems us all the time. And so the more I did, the more joy I derived and the more happiness I did and the more roles I got because those this variable wasn't involved anymore. And after about six years, you know, of, of doing both and doing more and more of that, what became an adjunct became like more my passion and where, you know, my happiness lay. And one day, you know, my, my therapist said to me, you know, your your mental health seems to be going up in proportion to the amount of voiceovers you're doing. And I was like, you know, there's something to that. And so I left acting on camera. I devoted myself to this beautiful, uh, you know, platform of, of being a master storyteller. And then that evolved too, that the same things that made me a great voiceover artist to understand my roles, who I was speaking to, what was I wanting to do with my voice? How was I taking those words off the page and breathing and speaking life into them? I could bring that same intention and awareness to my real life roles. And so from that, I understood that I could teach actors to do this, but I could teach lawyers and podcasters and students to inspire them to use their voices as their most powerful communication tool because so much of it 
especially in the last five years, has been abdicated to our digital communication. So that's the evolution of where I am and why I'm so passionate to to give great voice and to teach what what this means, which at its essence is yeah. to move, touch, and impact using our voices. I mean, that Tasia, to me, that's just a great story because of the fact that you know, you're in a place where you said, you know, Hollywood's a certain way and you weren't fit into it. You don't feel like, and then your mom pushed you and you pushed yourself and you guys, instead of taking a negative and just falling out, you know, you built off it and built this great career out of it. So man, kudos to you on that. That is just, it's an amazing story. That's awesome. That just shows people out there, you know, just because one thing doesn't work out doesn't mean something else can't. Give you just gotta, gotta keep give pushing. It. Yeah, yes. you wanna see what absolutely I can, where the flow is, and the flow was very much saying you're supposed to be doing this, and less and less of that, you know. And it, it, it was one of those pivotal decisions, though, that I made. Part of it was for my balance of my real life too. I had a, a man that I loved and I could see he was not gonna be thrilled with me saying, you know, there's this guy, Brad Pitt, and I'm going on an island with him, but it's totally professional and I'll be back. <laughs> and I gotta make out with him a couple of times, but you know, yeah, that's a big like, deal. Okay, when I came home. You, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, I wanted that. And, and, and thankfully that was the right choice because I'm still yeah. married and I have three beautiful children. And, you know, again, and I'll tell you a really wonderful thing. I, I thought, I, okay, I'm giving up my Emmy and I'm giving up my Academy, but that's okay. Cause you know what, this was the right decision. And the universe is so kind in that I donated my voice for two years to this wonderful organization, the Wildlife Animal Sanctuary based in Colorado, which saves uh, wild animals, including the tigers from Tiger King. And I fell in love with them and, and donated my voice uh, for them. And uh, two years, uh, a year later, I, I received an Emmy uh, from doing that. So I didn't even have that expectation. So it was like, thank you, God. Thank you, angels. I, got, I, I didn't ask for it. I, I gave of myself. I gave my voice and my heart. And I still got that award, which I thought I had given up, you know, from not being an on-camera actress. You, you know, I really feel that just this life in general for all of us, we're led down certain paths for a reason and we're supposed to come to these hardships and cross them and just, just win out of that. So, I mean, that that's just great hearing that. I mean, because you're doing your passion now and you know, you found out what your passion was. You know, you thought at the time acting maybe was your passion, but then it turned into this and now look at you. Every time you talk about it, you just light up your face. You know, it's just Thank that's you. so well, great. It's you know, it's, it's, it's voice acting, yeah. but we're removed from the the yeah. part that society always says you're not. You're, mm -hmm. and, and I think it's a, it's a metaphor that we feel in life yeah. that we are boxed in, and people think you are who you are. But when you tap into your voice, your voice, your metaphorical, and you give it and with passion and intention, it overrides, it supersedes anything that that society has deemed. And that's why I'm so excited to share that. And you have so much passion for it too, because some of the videos you watch of you when you're speaking, you know, I mean, you, you got your hand gestures. <laughs> I mean, you're getting, you're getting into the role, yeah. you know, but I feel that's how you got to bring that true voice out of you is getting into the role. You just can't stand there standing straight yeah. up. And blah, 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 well, that's it. You know, and that's what I teach. I teach my individual clients. Hello, hello. I, I, I love the people commenting. This is so cool. I love yeah. this. Forgive me if I didn't comment back. I just didn't know that you know we could speak out loud. But hi, Ira, and everybody else. And I'm so glad you guys are enjoying this. But yes, I I, I teach with my you know again that's part of energy. Um, it turns out that only about seven percent of our communication is the words itself. Yeah. It's our body language. It's the tone and intention. It's how we bring it. You know, it's like I could say to you. Nick, I'm really excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Or I could no. say, Nick, I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. One is the words. Yeah. And one is the intention. So that's what, I, what I love. love it. And I teach people this, you know, utilizing the skills of a voiceover actor. So I teach public and private speaking, but I kind of use this novel lens and it makes it really fun and it makes it very opening and engaging. So it's just a, a way to approach it that's... Um, very simple to understand, but very effective. I love the fact how you put it out on the platform too, on LinkedIn, you know, you, you, you put out some good posts, great posts, you know, and just giving people pointers and ideas and just those little things just help so much, you know, and then it turns into networking. Then obviously it turns into business, but 
you're doing it right. You're starting like it's like a little pro bono thing, just giving yeah, these little tips. I just give, I just give, yeah. I give. I just feel like if I give, and, you give it'll it'll turn into something. And speaking of networking like that, I mean that's how we met. We met through Professor Pete Alexander. Uh, shout out to Pete, but he's filming his podcast right Pete. now. Yeah, he's doing his podcast now. So we'll see. We, we see here. We'll yeah. talk to him later on that. Yeah, but um, you saw Ira on there later. Ira and I are friends with Pete too. So oh, it's, fabulous. yeah, Pete's a great guy. And um, we met through his 30 day stress relief uh, program that he did uh, last month. And oh, I loved it. You know, the crazy thing was, was I was doing my podcast at that time on Fridays because he had a giant Zoom call. But that one Friday, I, I didn't have it that day. And that was the only time I jumped on. And you were on that call and that's how we met. So that was just, that was absolutely awesome. Yeah. And then I joined you on Run of the World, um, their little uh, program they had there where you were uh, one of the five speakers for that. And that was really great because my guest on Monday, Todd DeWitt, was, I met him there. So, I mean, it was just, it's just awesome. It's like finding that one person who can connect you to this person, who can connect you to this person and connect you to this person and just building genuine relationships. And yeah. it, and it's great. And then, you know, and if I ever have anybody who comes up, hey, I'm looking for somebody to do voiceovers and everything, I know someone now. And the great thing was you were kind to me. You've been just great to me. So why wouldn't I pass your name on, you know? So, I mean, I just, I really appreciate everything you've done for me in the short period of time we've been connected because I've met some really cool people. So thank you. Well, you know, I, I feel like that's again, something that, um, you know, the digital communication, Pete is awesome. Yes. I, uh, he's such a beautiful, and I, and I met him through, and he reached out to me through LinkedIn and, and I was on his podcast and then he did a give great voice challenge. I mean, his challenge and I did a give great voice 30 day challenge and awesome. we each other. So he was on my challenge. I was on his challenge. So that's how we made that connection of Pete. But I do appreciate the fact that the digital communication of LinkedIn, which is great, which is the, you know, again, we use, uh, you know, our fingers and we type and, but then when we take it into the sphere of voice to voice and face to face communication, it takes it so much of a higher level and our, our human need to connect is so great. And it's uh, definitely filling that, that void when we take it to this level. I absolutely agree. And, you know, when we were talking in the green room before the show, you know, one thing I said is the reason why I love doing this because it shows the real person. This is, everybody knows this is not scripted. I'm not going to go back and edit it all out or anything. It, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And that's what I love because anybody can sit behind a computer and be a keyboard warrior and write the perfect thing and sound like the perfect person, which we know that doesn't exist anyways. But being able to come on here, showing that I make a mistake, I screw up somebody's name, I screw up this, but you know what, it's okay, we're human and everybody makes mistakes, everybody screws up, you know, yeah. it's how you rebound from that. Absolutely, you know, again, people relating like, oh, they're human, that's cool, so that I, therefore I can be human and make a mistake. And um, to that end, I have my, one of my incredible coaches, Catherine uh, B. Roy, who I met through um, LinkedIn, uh, or, or, or I guess through Corey Poirier, who's my TEDx coach, who's also. But she just put out a, a, a wonderful video on, she was sharing uh, about her coaching and she was discounting her coaching and she was really into it. And, and all of a sudden she was like, gee, I forgot something. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to leave this in. I'm, I'm, this is just it. You know, this is uh, who I am. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> oh, thank you. I heard about the voice thing. I'd love to. That's very cool. <laughs> uh, but she, what was so great is that she left it in the, the, uh, the LinkedIn video and that's what drew me to it. And I, and she I said she got a client from it because she left out, she left in the blooper. Mm -hmm. And the, the part of the bitter human, that's what drew people in. And I was, I was like, I was loving the video, but it was like, oh, lovely, love. And then I loved her authenticity of just like, hey, I messed up, but I'm leaving this because, you know, it's my, it's my power and it's life and that's it. So it was great to, to see that. And that's what I, I think you're encouraging people with the same. And I like that. And I'm not saying uh, people who edit videos and everything, there's anything wrong with that because some people put out some amazing content, some amazing videos that are thought of, they, They've dumped money in them. They did. They're amazing. Do not get me wrong. You know, I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm, just I'm just not to the point of my podcast of that yet. So, you know, when yeah. someone wants to start paying me to do that, then we'll think about it. But to that point, we're going to have fun and enjoy it and just, 
you know, like I told you before, this is almost like a conversation between friends. Right. That, that's what this is. But there's what, 700 million people out there on LinkedIn. But, you know, you know, but know we, just had, we just had a couple people, you know, right. right. I mean, it, the thing is, is, is uh, when people get to see you in your genuineness, it's very attractive and there's no expectation. I have no expectation of what this is. I'm not like, oh, you know, like cha-ching, I'm Mickey Bunny on this or, you know, it's just, I just was delighted to be invited to share my passion. And I knew that you were gonna create a wonderful safe space. And that's, you know, whatever comes from it, I feel like it's in divine order and it's supposed to happen. Oh, that's great. You know, that's great. So you you touched on something earlier, a couple things I'm gonna get to, but the first one was you, you won an Emmy award and, uh, and you you weren't expecting it or it wasn't coming to you so how was it that day or that phone call or however that come how was that when you got that call and you're just like what are you okay. serious that's the crazy <laughs> part I'll, I'll, I'll it's a weird story but it's true so i'll tell it <laughs> yeah. i i literally um had given my voice to this uh, organization and the producer uh was so kind you know and but at the same time he had asked me uh, you know, they had submitted for me. Funny thing, they submitted the first year and I had to, I donated my my time and my voice. And then in order to submit for the Emmys, you have to pay. And so they said, hey, do you want to be submitted along with this voice that you did for our lioness? And I said, sure. So, you know, I paid the money, it was like 250 bucks. And turns out the, the campaign won, but they had a weird rule. Uh, for this Heartland Emmys, the, 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 the subdivision of the Emmys, that you can't win the writing and the voice. So the, the, the spot won, but I didn't. And it kind of annoyed me because I was like, what kind of weird rule is that? So then the next year, again, I donated my voice to this beautiful campaign to raise awareness. And, and they said, hey, we're going to submit again. Do you want to do you want to uh, submit yourself? And I was like, you know what? I'll pass. If you guys want to do it, great. So I forgot all about it. So sure enough, uh, the sanctuary says, hey, we're gonna send you something. And, and, and it was just a note. And I thought, oh, they're sending me a sweet, you know, thank you package. And this huge, heavy thing comes and I open the box and it's an Emmy and I'm holding it. I was like, I just want an Emmy and, and I got it in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> there was like a little bit of like a, is this for me? And I looked at my name and I was like, it was that anticlimactic of like, you know, you're not on the stage, you're not, you know. And and then I emailed John, uh, the, the producer, I was like, did you guys forget to tell me something? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I meant to tell so-and-so who was supposed to tell you and obviously it didn't get to it. So it was this like really great high, but at the same time, there was a little bit of a, there was no give great voice moment where it's like yeah. the, the celebration should have been a phone call. Like, hey, we won this year, we submitted you and you won. So that, that in itself was a like a cautionary tale of like, when you don't give great voice, it doesn't have the same effect of the yeah. celebration. So we did celebrate ultimately, but it was a definitely not the way I expected to win an Emmy and and it was just a funny story but I had it's, to share it because it was relevant. It's almost like it's almost kind of like the best way because you didn't have any expectations for it. That is you true. Know? That is absolutely mm -hmm. I mean in a million years, you know, even if I had known I was nominated again I would have been like, "Oh, what happened? What happened?" And literally in the form of giving without expe expectation and to receive the you want me to grab it it's right on my desk yeah, sure. why not let's throw it off to the people you can do your speech now <laughs> I put it on my desk to remind me like yes like like look at that this was that something awesome. it's like, it is very very cool and very heavy but to, to to take this out of a box when you're expecting like a cup or a mug <laughs> that was truly like okay like and my name's on here <laughs> i said it was pretty wild. I posted it on Facebook. I was like, look what I got in the mail today. People you, know, you, you know when people say you got to tell your story and do that? That is a great story to tell right there. I mean, that is just something that is a great I blog. Want in the mail. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just got the mail one day. It's like, huh? And it, was, it, it literally was. like it's, This it's, gold statue in the mail. It's I have to say, I'm probably the only one ever to receive it, that kind of a story. So it, it is very novel and certainly uh, lends itself. But but there was a relevance to it because literally one it, the communication dropped because mm -hmm. there were different people and yeah. and in so doing 
the the joy that should have been you know like oh my god was was da was dampened and so it goes back to like we must give great voice we must communicate we must share our voices so that we can celebrate uh, and also honor you know when things are are on the flip side when there is pain when there is our voices and the ability to listen and is so much greater and amplifies whatever it is that is happening God, that it's, that's just a great story. You know, that's something you can talk about forever and it's not going to get old, especially for you, but it's going to well, be I all these new people are going to be like us. Like, what? <laughs> you got that in the mail? <laughs> That's a, this is the first time. So you're, this is a, oh, the this first is awesome. podcast. So this is your, your your story because it just you We're know it honored. wasn't relevant before. You know, no one ever really quite asked like what was it like. So I I'm glad oh. I got to tell the, uh, the the fun version and then the the real yeah. like crazy version of it. Oh man, I'm, I'm I'm shocked people haven't asked. I mean, that's like to me, that's like you know when when you're acting and you're in voiceover and everything, what's the top prize you can get out of that is probably an Emmy award. So why wouldn't somebody, I, that just baffles me. That's weird, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. I'm glad that you I asked. did my homework. <laughs> you did, you did. And you know, again, each, each, each podcast has its yeah. own, but I, I, I'm so right because it, it's not like, it's a, it's a wonderful story in itself. Hey, you won an Emmy, but the, but the novelty and the weirdness and the strangeness makes it that much more interesting. Absolutely. So I got a question for you. So uh, you have, you've been in a lot of different things, you know, you have, you've been in your animated series, you've been in your video games and your commercials. Let's, let's go, let's work on those three. What have you, what has been your favorite commercial you did, your favorite animated series you were in and your favorite video game that you were in? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, commercials, gosh, you know, I've done commercials for so many years. Yeah. Uh, and there's there one that was just so much fun, like when you're doing it and you're there and it was just a uh, lot of fun or. Well, you know, commercials, again, you go into the booth and you and you're directed. But in terms yeah. of the beauty of the commercial, uh, you know, there's one for Cheerios that I love just because it's this beautiful um, mother sound of just, you know, the, these kids and the family in a field. And, and, and it's, there's this simplicity to it of uh, when I'm, I'm moved by music and visuals. So to be layered where I'm sharing, you know, uh, you know, what is Cheerios? Whole grain oats. It's just the simplicity of it. But the, but the, the, the visual of seeing your voice matched with something. And then I just did a California lottery, not too long ago and that was pretty magical because it's the monopoly one where she was just following like visuals of the dog and in real life and and, and again, you know, I, I love the majesty of other people's creations. So when I'm a storyteller that gets to compliment um, other people's creativity, that's a joy. And in terms of animated series, I've been lucky enough to be on two uh, Lucas Star Wars ones. So I got to be Shakti in the Clone Wars, uh, you know, the Jedi, which was super cool because I, you know, big Star Wars fan. So to play a Jedi who's so much cooler than I am uh, was pretty great. And then uh, there was Star Wars Resistance, which was another show where I got to play a badass kind of Han Solo female, but she's a mom as well. So like, that's like in my real life, I'm a mom and I'm definitely, you know, less than cool quite often. So to be able to play a cool, super, uh, super badass mom who's a warrior, but also compassionate and which they don't have a lot of those characters in Star Wars, that was pretty great. Um, and then in a video game, you know, I'm most known for uh, Poison is Poison Ivy yeah. in the Arkham games and all those iterations. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm also Sniper Wolf, Sniper Wolf mm. in Metal Gear Solid. And that's cool because that was like one of the first um, iterations of a video game where the emotions actually captured people as opposed to just the shooting, shooting. And I didn't realize until really 20 years later how much the character's death scene had an impact on people. So I learned through social media that how big that game got. And ironically, today we're doing like a, a panel of the original cast, which is probably like 20 something years later, uh, because there's there's interest in making it into a movie. So I'm, I'm going to be meeting with the rest of the cast to do a Zoom panel. So those are the those are the top ones that I think I'd like to share. I'm glad you brought up the Batman series because our good friend, Joe, the finance guy, thinks he's uh, an everyday Batman. So we, 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 we like that. He has the costume and everything. We always tell him Superman's better. 
But uh, this is great. I'm, I'm uh, He's not on the show right now, but I'm going to make sure he listens to this because he's going to be like, what? You know, because that, that's just his thing. So this is great. So I'm sure Ira is going to chime in if he's still on saying Superman's better just to get Joe fired up. So <laughs> that's just that's just what we do to him. So it's it's a lot of fun. So I love that. No, that's awesome. I mean, you've been in a lot of stuff that, um, like we talked about earlier, people may not recognize you, but when you say who you are, they recognize you then, you know, because they know your voice, they hear your voice. Um, Anything big you're working on now or anything that's just really, um, just you're really passionate about the work you're doing right now? Um, Well, you know, I just did my first 30-day Give Great Voice Challenge. I mean, again, I'm taking, uh, in terms of uh, voiceovers, there's always like projects, some things I can talk about, some things I can't, Um, uh, but uh, no need, it's obvious. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Superman rocks. Uh, But, you know, I'm really passionate about taking my platform and using it to help people, um, again, communicate more confidently and compassionately and considerately. Uh, and so, um, I did my 30 day challenge, Star Wars. Uh, (laughs) and now, um, I'm going to be doing just different webinars and, and speaking engagements. And my hope is to, to be able to use what, what has helped me have a, a pretty wonderful life and, and inspire other people to feel more confident in their communication uh, through different mediums. So this is my year of hoping to kind of be able to do both because I love doing voiceover. I love being a voiceover artist. I love being hired to be a voiceover artist, but I guess in terms of legacy and mission, uh, this other component is is really um, calling to me too. And that's why, you know, keep having these platforms to work with. So I'm planning on doing another 30 day challenge uh, awesome. hopefully in February, maybe because, you know, for self-love, because who needs, we need, you know, that's part of what it means to give great voice. And I can share, you know, that part of it, that how we speak to ourselves and I call it, thank you. Uh, the language speaking the language of self-love, which is a foreign language to most people, as I like to call it. So, um, to give great voice to ourselves is our, is how we, we, we program our mindset, but I believe it's through our voices because you can't learn a language in your head, right? We can't learn French or Japanese in our head. We need to speak it. The same is how do we speak to ourselves? How do we self-motivate? So many of us will speak to ourselves unkindly easily. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. I'm an imposter or, you know, I, I, I did it again, but, but how often do we say, you know, I forgive myself. That was a bad moment or i you know i was afraid or i'm amazing and i love myself and i'm powerful and i could do anything i set my mind to this is how we want to program ourselves for success thank you troy you know because we we cannot go out and give great voice truthfully if we don't give it to ourselves so often we're just like Oh my god! Oh my god! I hate myself. I'm they're gonna see who I am. It's like, hello. It's like yeah. you know, there's a, there's a, it's it's not setting ourselves up for success. So I, I actually want to share that I have an affirmation meditation app that's completely free. It's a tool of self love and self kindness, and it's um it's called Haven Affirmations. Haven, please, if anyone's on here, please share it. It's on the app store, both stores, and it is a tool of, of that you can use for 10 minutes a day or whenever you need to program this new language. It's like, uh, you know, babble, but for self-love. <laughs> and then from there, uh, you know, once you have that component, then you can go out and think, you know, what role do I want to rock today? Is it, you know, the podcast host? Is it an author reading my lines, uh, you know, my, my uh, part of my book? Is it my desire to, to play the courageous, confident candidate, which I mentioned in my TEDx talk. And by the way, there is a TEDx talk called Give Great Voice, which kind of shares my, uh, you know, this theme of what I'm talking about, which I know, Nick, you've seen. But I talk about how we can play the role of the courageous, confident candidate to get the job, to get the investment, to get the date and, and uh, understanding, you know, the four questions of who we are as the role, who are we speaking to, what do we want, what's the success of the scene, and how does our voice support that intention? Those can help us communicate how we are, uh, yes, effective, uh, effective, how we speak to ourselves is everything Troy is mentioning. But it, this is the, 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 the platform of how I approach um, confident communication, both to ourselves and to each other. So understanding just like a voiceover actor, we we rock our roles, we have real life roles, we're multifaceted beings. 
And depending on how we're speaking in those roles, we feel successful. And when we don't rock those roles, when we've had a miscommunication, when we've used our voices with a, a snappy kind of condescending tone, which again, I teach what I need to learn, uh, we often regret that. So I, I just share different ways we can approach it so that people can be successful. So that was a long, long-winded, but this is where my passion lies. And, and I'm hoping that, you know, I'll have the opportunity to speak on stages and be in forums where I can get this message out. You know, you brought up something that I say a lot to people too. And I love, I love that, you know, it was, for me, I always say you can't fully love someone else till you fully love yourself and understand yourself and be probably comfortable with yourself. You know, you gotta be comfortable in your own shoes before you can fully give that to someone else. So I, I love that you're teaching that with your, with your speaking and everything, because it's two things. You're teaching them how to speak well, but then you're teaching them other aspects. So it's a multi-functional, yes. I guess you would say, you know, yeah, you're, you're really teaching multiple things. It's yes. a holistic approach to love it. speaking because it, it really starts with self, self-speak. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, it's like people talk about mindset so often, but we have these programs that are just running on our thoughts or 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, um, just downloading unchecked and until we, become the witness to them and start realizing what we're thinking, we are we are lost to them. Oh, oh, there's God. the dog. Hey, that's why we're live. We right, love it. Right, right. Hey, shh. I have this wonderful Bernadoodle. I'll show you. Uh, him he's, so, he's so cute. <laughs> Benji the Bernadoodle, he's protecting us. Hey, hey, go downstairs if you want to see who's there. Um, Sorry. Down. Benji, down. Thank you. So, I love it. Yeah, so he gives great bark. Um, yeah, great. I see you've been practicing, you know, you've been helping him out. Yes, yes, he was very shy everything. when he first came yeah. here. Now he's <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, you did mention that you do have a TEDx uh, speech yeah. that you've done. Everybody, yeah, that's in the yeah. comments below. I tagged it in there, the video. So go check it out. It's great. And if you go to allthingsgratitudepodcast.com, there's a write-up page in there with the video in there and a link to her website. So yes, quick plug for my website. Cool. I love yeah. it. all about gratitude because yeah. that is, again, one of the ways which you focus on so much, how we can train our brains to feel better. There's studies, of course, about how gratitude literally is scientifically changing the brain. And the 30-day challenge that I did and, and Pete did was where you got to focus on gratitude and focus on the wins. And I say, yes, write down your gratitude, focus, even if it's the simplest thing, again, during this time that we're all going through a very, very challenging period, I mean, to say the least, if you could just find a way to be grateful for the simplest things. So I did put a, um, before I started the podcast, I did put it out to a bunch of people, friends, connections. Hey, I'm trying to do a podcast. What do you think? And guess what Pete came back with? All things gratitude. So genius. genius. I mean, he's just, I, you know, Pete's just a guy. I mean, and that's one thing right now I'm learning a lot about you right now. You and Pete sound a lot alike. And that's what I really love because you really, you guys really do show you truly care about people and you care about just what's going on, you know, and it's, you know, some people can act like they do and it's just the facial expressions aren't there. And it's just like, like you said earlier, it's like, hi, Nick, thanks for being on your podcast, you know, instead of, hey, hey, we're excited, you know, and that's great. And I think that's one thing I really like, like, you know, because the funny thing was, is, you know, we've, we've been communicating back and forth with each other. You know, we've talked on the phone, we've texted each other and everything. And I remember the first time you called me, I was like, oh my God, my wife's like, what? I go, I got somebody from the Hollywood area calling me. This is weird, you know, because just what you've done, because I'm like, I'm just an everyday Joe, you know, but that's what this platform has done is made me be able to meet people like you and talk with you. And, and it does, it puts us like, we're just people too, you know, we're, we're everyday people, but you're so gracious and wanting to help and talk. So it, it it's just been really great. So I've been, I've really valued so far everything we've done together, talked and just conversation we had. So thank you very much for all that. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you again so much for having me. I mean, you, yeah. you uh, reached out and we, we connected on Pete's and you said, you know, I'd love to have you on. And and it was my delight to be able to to be with you because again, I, I, we're like-minded and you have this beautiful platform that you're sharing 
gratitude and and the ways to get there and and it complements what uh, what I'm what I'm trying to do too. You know, and I'm trying to do the I'm doing it in a different way I didn't think about it, but now I think I'm trying to give great voice with my you podcast. Are. So, you know, that's you that, that's kind of cool. I are, like that. You are moving, touching and impacting with your voice. That is exactly what you're doing. I'm not going to lie when I say it I like doing the little deeper voice, give great voice. You know, it just great <laughs> voice. Right. Well, that's yes. <laughs> You know, when you when we use our voices as an instrument, we can take it, you know, do we want to calm and soothe or do we want to motivate and excite or do we want to create authority? You know, it's like a, it's literally having a beautiful violin or a guitar or an instrument that when we're proficient at it in each moment it can be different depending on what that moment is about. And if yeah. that moment is an intimate moment, it's different than it's this mm-hmm. motivating. So it's just really falling in love with your voice and being making it aware. And when you're I'm sure you're so much better now with what you do with your voice as a podcaster than you were when you first started. So that's the thing about too, you have to give yourself time to warm up that instrument. Um yeah, leading in with lower voice. Yes. Well, I, you know, again, in Thank my Thank you, Lyra. Sound very intimate and authoritative, Nick. well here's the one thing i struggle with and i'm open about this and this is something i need to work on when i do just a video just with me i struggle at that but when i have somebody else in it like this it's like ablib and i can just go 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 like i've done a cup you know i've talked in front of some people a couple times and that's no problem for me because you feed off the aura, you feed off the audience, you feed off what's going on in the room. So for me, it makes it easy for me to get my hand gestures going, my smile going, but man, when I look straight into a camera and just make a video, it's so hard for me because it well, just it's have, just like, uh, Yeah, well, you, you have to kind of manufacture. Well, here's a tip somebody gave me and I'll pass that along. It's not, uh, uh, it's not <laughs> that, you know, it's not replacing a human. Yeah. You can, if you are, you could literally put a picture and tape it to the back of your computer and or a little smiley face because you're really supposed to be looking into the green light of the camera. So you could put a little post-it with a smiley face and, and be looking there. Uh, so it might just help you to feel like you're talking to a human or you you know, you know put a picture. So it, it, it helps you to engage as if you're speaking, uh, even if you're just making a video on your own. And uh, Ira has been around for the get go for me on the, all this. So um, it was only like nine months ago. I did my first video nine or 10 months ago. And now I'm coming into here and I feel so much more comfortable every time I'm doing one and being on. And big thing was, you know, getting a new microphone really helped everything out, you know, with stuff and and getting guests on who seem like they really want to be on and really enjoying what they're doing. And, you know, there's been a couple guests in the past that, you know, the flow just wasn't there. And it's kind of tough when you're doing an ablib show. And then the, I've had shows like today's flowing really well. I, yeah. Monday was a great flow. It was just, just, we just rolled punches right into each other. It was, yeah. and so, I mean, when you get to that and you start to get to that, and as I'm doing more of these, I'm yeah. starting to figure out, okay, I'm anticipating what you're going to say or how you're going to end it. So then I can roll into something else. So, you know, it's been a lot of fun. It, it really has. And just, you know, seen some of your videos and how you train people so that's why i sit here i'm trying to go farther and you know (laughs) to be honest with you to see what gives better because when we're done with here this goes to anchor and spotify and all those places so it's going to be an audio version so what's going to sound good in somebody's ear pods what's going to sound good on their car radio driving down the road you know not just this this is fun but this is not my target audience. It's great, it is, but my target audience is getting it out to all those um, other stations, I guess you would say, to put it out to the rest of the world. I know this puts it out, but like I said, this is the middle of the day. You right. know, it's not everybody's gonna have time to stop their job to watch this. Right. But, you know, but it's just- yeah, But it'll fun. live on its own and, and hopefully yeah. the audio quality and the, uh, you know, the, the voices and the tones and the engagement will be uh, inspiring and stimulating to make them want to listen. I want to say thanks, Ira. Ira was the very first guest on the podcast, so. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. That's why Ira's yeah. so, so supportive. Thanks, Ira. That's awesome. I, I'll do a quick story about Ira was um, in sure. two, September 2019. Um, I was looking to move to Arizona. That's where I'm currently at now. I was up in Washington and um, I was looking for a job and it was just getting tough because 
Washington wages aren't down here in Arizona wages. So trying to find that right thing was pretty tough for a while. But I listened to a Gary V video and it said, you need to engage, 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 and just keep engaging. Mm-hmm. Somebody will find you. I'm like, okay. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. So yeah. I had about 700 followers or whatever. And the first thing I went on, on LinkedIn was Ira and he does this follow me Friday thing where you come in there, it's just peer networking. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, man, he would get, God, it'd be a hundred thousand views on that thing. And there'd be oh. thousands and thousands of comments and you just meet no, Ira. Mm-mm. Yeah. And <laughs> so I met, I met him on that and we kind of got along, you know, then our friend Tina did this thing called Friday night lights was very similar. It was about football, you know, and just adding mm-hmm. stuff in there. Just Friday night was just peer engaging. Well, I gained like 500 followers in like two days, just wow. off of their posts. And I was like, huh, this is weird. So I started engaging and, you know, just I've gained what I'm almost 15,000 more followers since then, you know, and, amazing. and, and Ira's really helped me out. And now we've become friends. When I moved down here to Arizona, he lived in California. I stopped by and we had breakfast together, wow. you know, on my drive through, you know, right when, oh man, right when everything was closing down in California too. Yeah. Cause I came down here the, um, end of February, beginning of March. Yeah. So it was crazy. But yeah, I mean, Ira's always been there for me. He's made the graphics for the show. I mean, he's just, he's been really awesome. And he gives out, he gives so much back. Great well, connection I can't to wait have. To connect yeah. with Ira because he seems uh, like he's definitely a gem and, and is definitely. Uh, yeah, he is. He's, a, he's approaching 200,000 followers right now. So Ira! he's got a, yeah. he's got a he's got a big following so wow i'd love to see your sphere ira so thank you oh he's a lot of fun he does he helps job speaker seekers uh he has a free platform for where there's uh, open jobs and they can go in and look for jobs and everything he's got his bowman digital uh media he's got bowman coaching so i mean he's he's doing the things right man he's just an awesome connection to have so well, I'm grateful and I'm delighted, Ira, and we will, you know, we will be connecting. And so thank you. You can, you know, that's the beautiful thing is that this kind of engagement is something that humans were so destined. And, and I love LinkedIn. These platforms uh, are so fantastic to, to start that process, but taking it to this level where you can see the personalities and you can engage as humans is fantastic. Um, and I, I actually recently uh, joined this platform, which I have to share just because it's it's really mind blowing, and I think it's going to change, um, uh, take it to another level, uh, which is called Clubhouse. And this is a platform where you are speaking uh, in real time, but it's just your icon, so there's no visual. Um, but you can go once you're in it, you can form a room and have a conversation about whatever subject you're in and people will just show up, but it's in real time. So you can go like there's three hour conversations, 24 hour conversations, wow. um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's gonna, it's gonna take the world by storm. It's already like it got a million. So I, I was on asked to be on a voiceover panel and I have since been to like so many happy new year to you, uh, Rodney. Uh, but it's another thing about voice. Um, yes, we all want really to get to know each other better. What, when our, we could use our voices rather than our digital communication. And so they, the conversations are very, it's like, it's like having 20 of these podcasts yep. going on at the same time. So it's probably going to be something that's going to, uh, take over a certain amount of podcasting. Um, yes, Ira is a great guy. <laughs> yeah, very. I, I vouch for him 100%. So. Yeah, share this this uh, the clubhouse because I think it's, it's going to explode. I mean, it is exploding yeah. already. That, that sounds awesome. I'm very interested in that. That sounds really cool, you know. And we met on another platform too, Run the World. That was a lot of fun doing that where you spoke and we broke away to little uh, yes, run the individual world. spokes. Yeah, that was Virtual really cool. And space that kind of zoom on steroids. So people yeah. that are interested in kind of creating a video version of their events, um, Run the World is wonderful. I want to give a shout out to Run the World because yep. they really do it right in terms of uh, that one-to-one engagement and also taking, um, uh, you know, as a someone in the audience like this situation where you can pull them up they can hold the mic and then get into the like yep. you on the stage yeah right so that was that's a it's an incredible platform of engagement so i think engagement is the key right now in terms of especially it could come and maybe again it comes back to necessity as the mother of invention right here we are we're more desperate than ever for human interaction because of covid 
And these formats are, are, are helping to bridge the divide to use our voices, and especially, again, if we can use our faces, but especially our voices to touch each other because we're, we're literally, you know, isolated from one another. Because um, you provided a link to me for Run of the World and I went on and then I, I think there's two of us who jumped on with you guys to speak something. And that's how I met Todd, um, Dr. Hassan, yeah, and uh, Drew. And yeah. I, I remember uh, I was telling my story about digging ditches and drilling holes and making my way all the way up the ladder. And I remember that was where Todd was like, you need to put your story out there, man. That was the first thing he said. And then we connected. Then he was on the podcast. You know, it was really cool. You know, I mean, it's stuff like that. And those people still, they're staying in contact with me. And, you know, it's not like we're, you know, who knows where the friendship or anything is going, but they're there willing to help with the networking side of it and give you tips and just cheer you on. Yes. You know, and, and that's the great thing about it. You know, that that's the great thing about all this, you know, and, um, you know, somebody said in there that Iris seems like a great guy. Yes, he is. And he's he's showing people how to network, how to build your profiles right and just get out there and put yourself out there, you know. And um, he called me out on a post one night. So that's why I have a podcast now, because I was talking about for so long. And he called me out on it and said, fine, I'm doing it. But, uh, Right, I've been yeah. for so long, and I, 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 I put it off. I mean, give great voice. You think it should be a podcast? Yes, uh, but, but I totally. Okay, there, there uh, you go. Ira has the, he has the maximum thirty thousand. So oh, he just he, made a spot for me. Yeah, yeah, Don't tell so. me you, you, you kick, you kick no, some. No, no. <laughs> uh, here, here, here's what it goes, and it goes with a lot of them. We always say this: you get a thirty thousand max, okay. you know, but then you can have as many followers as you want. But here's the. If people aren't engaging with you or anything, why let them take up that spot? Let them be a follower, not a first, yeah. second, or third line. That makes connection. a lot of sense. And I, that's one of those questions that I was asking because I have wonderful mentors here like Edward Zia, who's an incredible mm -hmm. uh, connector. I love Edward yep. Zia. I'm connected to him. Yep. Fantastic. And, um, and I, you know, I often ask, um, you know, when one goes from connections to you know because you could turn the follower thing on at any time uh versus just the connections and this is great this is you know great for linkedin do you have an opinion ira or you know nick about you know going from connection requests to making people follow you first and then make the connection request you, there's a tab in your um ira you're going to tell me if i'm right or wrong yeah you move it and make it follow i follow everybody first uh -huh. and then up to them if they want to connect with me that's what that's what i do uh personally um but do I you make it in other words do you make people follow you first and then ask it doesn't for matter request. it doesn't matter i i'm going to connect with everybody until i hit to 30,000 mark and then right. probably when i'm about 25,000 i'll start being more okay i need this to be a follower not a connection mm -hmm. you know I, because i want to make sure like if like what ira just did if if all of a sudden I'm up to 25,000 approaching 30, then we start networking. Yes, you're gonna be very valuable in my network to me as a first, second, and third connection than a follower. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. Good. That, that's the way I look at it, so. I love it. Well, I mean, again, I love to learn as I'm, I'm growing, I'm always wanting to learn. And I, you know, again, this is the opportunity to be with people that have more experience. So even though this is our interview, our conversation, I'm sure there's value in, in me asking questions for you. Yeah. And he, he is, Ira is right here. You connect with everybody because there is more advantages to a connection than a follower. Okay. You know, so hit the max. So 30 it is. So I'm only yep. at six something or uh, seven. We, we, we can, if you want to get blown up, we can blow you up. But Let's your blow phone, you up. I'm okay, ready. Okay. Turn your notifications off. I'm telling you right that on your phone because <laughs> your phone will not stop. <laughs> I am delighted. Well, you can see I'm a people person, but yeah, I mean, sometimes yeah. the notifications can be a little bit overwhelming because you feel like, oh my God, who did I miss today? Because, you know, you, if you don't scroll through it and it goes to yep. the so there is something to be said for it, but my hope is again that you know uh, people will engage with me and and like as you said, my po my posts are I am a positive petunia who's always trying to spread some kind of light and joy. So this is my this is my passion, and I'm hoping that you know people will connect with me so that I can support them in their journey to do that and also just gain you know from whatever I've already shared whether it's a post on you know showing my voiceovers and how you can approach yourself and 
in your real life roles or I'm teaching. Uh, so it's, it's definitely something that I, 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 I try to offer as much value as possible and not just, um, you know, post superficial kind of stuff that doesn't uh, gain much value. Yeah, and um, how we can blow your your profile up is just strategically tag the right people in it. I mean, you yeah. hit somebody like Ira, he's got close to 200,000 followers. It's getting out to a lot of people. Wow. You know, it's getting yeah, out there. But you, you have know. to tag, but you see, that's something that I said too, that you have to be yeah. thoughtful, right? You don't, mm -hmm. you don't want to just tag like without kind of like saying, uh, what if it's not relevant? Because that can be annoying to people where they feel yep. like they're being tagged correct ira is it, you know you don't want to just say uh, he's on youtube now so oh jumped <laughs> out to youtube to say what's up for you <laughs> iris i feel like iris kind of like the like uh omnipotent here he's like he's like oh, yeah. all, all happening ira <laughs> I, I always tell him i don't recognize him in that picture because he had hair in that picture so i always <laughs> give him a hard time on that so but you know i love you ira so um no i mean it, it's a lot of fun you know and <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Here we go. So don't tag without and, relevance, don't tag without relevance. And, and that's the thing. I I tag people who I know are going to comment in my posts, who have done it quite frequently, who are always there and everything. And then I will tag every. I'll put like Edward Zia in a post, you know. And thing is, he's got a big network. He'll respond every once in a while, but it gets it to a lot of people in Australia then. You know, then I'll tag somebody over in Europe and it'll get a lot of people over there, you know, and, but I don't tag like 50 people from Europe. You know, it's one person that has engaged with me before who will jump on, who I know will, or who knows of me. That's the biggest thing. Who knows of me? So. Mm, well, I'm always open to learning because I'm still fair. Uh, Iris Stocky Golf Formats. <laughs> no, this is Andrew. Iris everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So I, I, I think there is a wonderful way to learn LinkedIn etiquette and I'm still growing and learning with that too. You know, mm -hmm. how to, how to be appropriate. Um, if you, Oh, this is great. If you, if you tag them and they don't respond, probably not best to tag them in the future. Right. Cause you, the last thing you want to be is, is unfollowed because someone finds that you're, mm -hmm. you know, abusing that privilege. Yeah. And so something that I've, I, I probably don't tag enough because I, I'm so, you know, um, careful to do that, but I probably could tag more if it's something that I, I think I, people would be interested in. I, you know, I, I've sent messages to people and say, hey, man, there's no reason to tag me in this. You know, please don't. It's nothing against you, but, it, oh. you know, it has nothing to do with me. Okay. Or nothing to do with my interests. And I'm not trying to be mean. It's just like, I had one person tag me in every single one of their posts and they do like 10 posts a day. And I had, and it had nothing to do with me. I never engaged. And the yeah. big thing, they never engaged on my posts. So I'm like, right. you know, there, there is kind of give and take when it comes to this, right. too. you know, it's like, it you is, know, it I'm showing you a little love, show me a little love. It's all good. You know, Ira gets tagged and oh, I can, I can't even imagine how many posts he gets. But in. when you get tagged, it automatically goes to their feed. I'm just curious. Again, I, 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 I it know. goes to a notification and then he can look at the notification and then right. uh, Ira can go right to that post. But yeah, they'll be tagged. Like if you go look on this, there's a lot of people tagged in it. A lot mm -hmm. of these people do come back. So if you look below, you'll see. And what they'll do is, you know, just hit their notification and then they come right to this post. But I can't see it because we're on, all I see is cloud. Oh, no, 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 no. We, um, <laughs> when you go on the LinkedIn, when, when you go back on the LinkedIn, it'll be in the, because uh, what the great thing with StreamYard did now is they did a thing to where we can make a pre-broadcast, let's say. So I made this last night. Right. And all those comments in there will right. still be on this video. The video just goes right to that feed. So That's I don't have to make two posts. So before I would have to make a post, hey, Paige is coming on the show. This is what it's right. going to be. Then I would, we'd uh, film the show and then I had to go back and put it back into my feed and add it again. And it was just too much. Now this is simple. I only have to make one post. It's mm -hmm. done. I engage on the post. I'll engage for an hour after I make the post and probably an hour after this because all these people, you know, on here. So I'll make sure I say something back to them, you know, so. Yeah, that's that that that's great, and so I'll 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 engage too, and I guess connect with some of the people, and of course feel feel free to to reach out to me. <laughs> there you go, Ira. Photo. Ira, Ira doing the the the, the ball thing. I love it. Uh, thanks, Rod. Uh, I appreciate it. Great connection in LinkedIn. Yeah. You're, you're getting lots of LinkedIn love. Yeah. Being linked to Nick, I get all, a lot of notifications when he's live. Oh, Troy, I definitely. 
choice. Yeah, it's, um, but this is a lot of fun, you know, and I know you got something coming up. So we're talking about we need to get you out by noon. So um, yeah, but I mean, I'd love to be if, if there's anything more value that I can offer, uh, you know, in terms of a question, I would be more than delighted to, to share because okay, I Okay, we got a couple questions. If somebody want to throw out a question real quick? Hey, how yeah, about that? Very Let's see. Uh, we'll see if something, how fast people write stuff up. But no, um, here's one, here's one really quick for you, Tasha. Um, yes. Since COVID hit and everything, has that slowed down, I guess you would call it the Hollywood scene for you? And has it been more on um, what you're building with your website and everything? Is that what you've more been concentrating on this year? You know, because uh, I was a voiceover artist, uh, you know, that's the one area that's increased because of COVID because the on camera, but it's also increased the competition because a lot of the on camera actors who were like sort of doing voiceovers or thinking of it yeah. definitely came into the field. So uh, work has definitely gotten more co competitive as a teacher. It's given me more opportunity to be a, a voiceover coach uh, and teach at different platforms. And then it's, it's uh, definitely spurned on Yes, I would love to, to get a joint video going with you, Ira, um, for sure. It's definitely spurred on my desire again to 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 launch. But what you know, ironically, my TEDx, which took me seven years. There's another great story again. Mm -hmm. I would love to encourage people for for you know a lot of people would like to be TEDx speakers or on stages. So, yeah, right here. <laughs> let me tell you that story real quick because it you know, uh, you know it's I like to pull back the curtain and show that you know it, it is through intention and um, consistency and picking ourselves up when it looks like you're two steps back or you went ten steps back. So I, I had an idea to, to start thinking about what it means to give great voice when I was, um, you know, forming my platform, because it's a little ambiguous, give great voice, what does it mean? And then I, I really, you know, got my elevator pitch over time, which it means to, you know, move, touch and impact, utilizing the skills of a voiceover actor in your own life. So you can play your professional and personal roles more successfully. So that's like finally figured out what does it mean to give great voice? But I was like, I want to get a TEDx talk and I want to get this on a stage. Well, by the time I came to my coach, uh, Corey Parie, so I want to give another shout out to him who is, really helps people get on stages. And he helped me craft uh, to how to facilitate it because I'm a little, again, it feels a little intimidating. Um, and also just how to form my talk. I made one submission. I got in, I was invited. But, you know, I went to the newspaper that I had had in the LA Times that said anybody can give a great TED talk and I had crossed out anybody and put Tasia Valenza and I kept it with me. I even moved once and it was in her drawer. I looked down at the newspaper while I was see, you know, getting that message that you've been invited and it was 2013. And so I said to myself, and I'm emotional, it was like, wow, you know, I didn't give up. I didn't give up and I believed in it. It, the, and the timing was more divine than I could have put because, you know, we have this, we have these ideas, like we want to do this and we want to succeed and why isn't it happening? And truthfully, I had so much more to say that was meaningful seven years later than I would have uh, yeah. because of the way communication was finishing. That it wasn't just about, you know, utilizing the skills, but that we must use our voices to connect. You know, I share a cautionary tale about not playing the role of, of loving daughter the way I wish I, I, I could have with my mother because uh, I was, you know, very uh, impatient and resentful and, you know, she's gone. And so I really, I, you know, put that out there that how we share our voices, how we speak to ourselves, how we speak on behalf of our professional roles and how we speak to the ones we love matter. And it came out February 7th. And, you know, my intention was to get on world stages and kind of share that message. And then boom, COVID hit. <laughs> but it also was this aberration. It was like, uh, you're calling me. Why are you calling me? It was, it was like gone. Like it was like, I never would have wished that. But the, the outcome of people using their voices to call each other and check in with each other where that seemed like it was a dying thing that, you know, we were going to, if you, you, you texted somebody and it was almost aggressive to call somebody that, that that's something that again, timing wise. So I feel like it was divine intention that it needed to come out and, and that I'm jumping on that bandwagon to continue ringing that bell that we need to use our voices compassionately, considerately, charismatically uh, to, to reach each other as humans um, and not digitize our most important communication. Awesome. So Rodney came in really late to the show. So he asked to do a voice that he would recognize. So I'm trying to think here because you've done so many. 
Oh, uh, I, I don't know. You got a couple video games, uh, like you did uh, Metal Gear. Metal, uh, uh, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. Yeah. I don't know if you know it. Okay, so Sniper, Sniper Wolf, I have you in my sights. <laughs> I remember that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I was born so. on the battlefield, but then you know, poison is poison ivy. I mean, the thing about poison ivy is that you know, again, we can ask like, why does she have that voice? Well, she's a seductress, right? So she's a villainess. She's an eco terrorist. She's like a kind of you know the who, but she's a seductress. Why is she a seductress? Well, one dimensional. Well, that's just the voice. You know, she's drawn sexy. But she's a seductress because her venom lies in her lips, so she needs to get her her prey close enough. You know, and I always use her as an example for how she intentionalizes her need. You know, she can get Batman close enough if she says, "Hey, Batman, coming over here." But if she were to say, "Batman, come here," he probably wouldn't come. Right? It's more of a repellent tone. Thank you. <laughs> and I always joke that my husband it repels him when uh, when I speak like that. Yes. Our voices, depending on how we're speaking, can draw us closer, or it can repel us. So we need to be more conscious of that in our Zoom meetings, in our conversations with our loved ones when we're feeling rather stress. Oh, you love playing so so. I'm sniper wolf. So now you know from that up here. But uh, but we need to be more intentional, especially with how much stress we're all under and how anxious we're feeling. That our voices convey the tone. Uh, that conveys that it's not so much the words we say, right? It's not so much, honey, can you take out the trash? Can you take out the trash? You know, it's it's that's what we respond to more than the words. And so I, I'd love to keep you know reminding people, um, think about the role, the aspirational roles we want to play: mother, friend, uh, friend, uh, son, husband, and you know who are we speaking to? The love of our lives, our children. You know, can we take a deep breath? You know, maybe listen to the affirmation meditation app before we react. Uh, thank you. I'm the favorite. I'm one of the favorite guests. Uh, he, he might start a battle with some of our friends. <laughs> Can we use our voices to further our goals deepen that relationship? And it's only through consciousness and a reconsciousness. Oh, Andrew was the voice of Pac-Man. Really? Did Pac-Man have a voice? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. See. Andrew's sarcastic quite a bit. He's my biggest <laughs> critic, too, of my show. I love, I love it. it. But anyway, this is what I want to intend for people to, to start thinking of their voices as instruments, thinking about being a voiceover artist in their own lives, rock their roles, speak kindly to themselves intentionally, and then think about the role they're about to play uh, in their personal and professional lives and just be more cognizant that they have the power to inspire move and touch people with it his sarcasm was coming out hot i loved it it was very cute well um i told you i'd get you out by noon sorry we're two minutes late this was fantastic i mean this was day three of tedx speakers for me this week and i'm glad i mean we finished up with you on this this was outstanding for somebody who wants to be a public speaker and trying to push that way these last three days have been amazing for me because everybody brought something different, you know, and I just love what you do. Uh, please keep it up. I think you're going to gain a lot of uh, traction and followers and connections off of this because there's a lot going on there in the comments and everything. So thank you. Well, hopefully we can help you out. Um, just before we go, just tell everybody where they can find you. What's your best websites? What, what do they need to do to get in contact with you? Sure. Well, TasiaValenza.com. I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn, of course, obviously. And uh, thank you. Thank you. That is my intention to be inspiring. So I'm so glad that it comes through. Um, and I am uh, give great voices my speaking. I'm kind of I'm, I'm in the process of merging the two because, um, you know, I'd love to be, I'd love to be hired again as a voiceover artist to tell those stories for corporate events and, uh, you know, commercials and promos. But I also, again, love to to, to give my 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 expertise to help people. So TasiaValenza.com, give great voice. I'm, I'm working on merging them so that, you know, it's like, you want the voiceover artist? Check it out. But they also intersect with each other. Again, you know, it's like when people get to hear me, they're like, oh, that's a familiar voice. I didn't realize that she was that. And I'll leave you with, you know, one of the greatest gifts we can give to in our voices is warmth and trustworthiness. 
And I talk about beads as an acronym of breathe, empower, affirm, dress, and I added smile. So when we can convey warmth and trustworthiness in our voices, uh, that is something that everybody benefits from. And the simplest thing we can do is just add a warm smile, which not only raises our own serotonin and makes us feel better, but even if you don't speak, a smile can light up the room that nonverbal communication. So this is how they find me. I'm delighted to be in your sphere and your company, uh, Nick and, and uh, everybody. Thank you so much for joining. And I'm sure I will be connected with you in the uh, the LinkedIn sphere. It's It was great. Hey guys, real quick, everybody up there in the corner, come follow me on LinkedIn, please. You can follow me on YouTube too. Find yeah, our all past, on YouTube yep. too. <laughs> uh, past podcasts are on there. Uh, Nick Dorsey Leadership. That's uh, what they're tagged under. Um, we just launched the website uh, last night, um, allthingsgratitudepodcast.com. Come check it out. Tasia's on there, direct link to her website and her TED Talk. Down in the comments below, uh, we have all her, where you can find her too. Everything's down there too, her TED Talk, everything. So everybody, thank you for commenting today. Everybody, you were great. I really appreciate every one of you. Um, Thank you so much, Ira. I'm sure we'll be connecting. Nick, again, you're a a gem. And to all of you, you know, again, this is a very, very challenging time. Please be gentle with yourselves, kind with yourselves, compassionate with yourselves, and take that, fill your cup with self-love, and you'll have so much more to give as we continue you know, during a very difficult time and, and, and connection like this is, you know, it fills us all up. So the, the, the Nicks of the world and the Ayers of the world, everybody that's creating more connection and more kindness, more focus on gratitude, this is a, a gift. So thank you for, for what you're doing and how you're giving great voice and showing up. Oh, I appreciate that. That means a lot. Um, thank you so much. Much love for that. Thank you. Hey, everybody, tomorrow at noon, uh, Jairus Tucker will be on. He's our man. We don't know which direction that show is going to go. It's going to be crazy. So if you want some good laughs and everything, tomorrow is it. So come check us out. Um, but thank you, everyone. Have a great night. Stay safe. We don't see a Happy New Year, everybody. And hey, let's put 2020 behind us, uh, put it in the rear view, and just let's just take off blazing in 2021. We need yeah. that. So yes. have a great one, everyone. And give great voice. Go out there. Yes. Give great voice. See everybody.